little harsh. I, I, I'm sorry. No, I think it was. You I'm know, just a little on edge. It was sincere because I've been reading Garfield for 202 <laughs> days straight. It was sincere. I it think it's totally fine. Sincere. I think it's fine. You know, people know you're real. You're uncensored. You're raw. You're telling I, I it how what, it is. I say what people are thinking. You're saying what everybody's thinking. Everybody's thinking a bunch of racist, sexist uh, bullshit. Uh-huh. I'm a conduit. You make me one bop. You my cash. You my tie. You hide. Deal bop. You stop you. Jim Davis is my name. You're listening to Being Jim Davis. If you lived here, you'd live inside a Daily Garfield Recap Podcast. My name is Christopher Winter, and I'm Jim Davis. My name is John Gibson, and I'm Jim Davis. John, today is Sunday, the 7th of January, 1979. I don't know about you, it feels to me like this Iranian revolution has been going on for a year already. And that's because it has, John. The Iranian Revolution probably started <laughs> off around January 7th, 1978. That's why we didn't mention it last year. But we're not here to talk about the we Iranian Revolution, John. Last year. We're here to talk about... I mean, thank goodness no one's been taken hostage. That's all I have to say <laughs> about it. Um, we're here to talk about Garfield. We're looking at the 203rd ever Garfield strip, the first ever Sunday strip in this year of our Lord, 1979. John, what happens in today's episode... Of Garfield. Chris, in today's action-packed episode of Garfield, Mm -hmm. muffin-centric humor is discovered. (laughs) It's amazing. Jim Davis got as far as he did (laughs) with Garfield before bringing in muffin humor. It really is. I don't know how he made it this far. Like it, like it seems, it seems like it seems like the muffin has always been in Garfield mm. to me. I don't know muffin it humor. Like that to you is one of the primary varieties of humor. <laughs> I mean, it's just like like boom, they're in panel one today, and it's like it's like it's been here all along. Mm. You know? So in panel it's like putting one, putting on an old yeah, okay, all right, okay, okay. In panel, panel one, uh, Garfield walking across the frame from left yep. to right, strolling, uh, or to be, strolling. That is. House left to house right. And he's walking past a... I'm going to go ahead and just say that this is a table mm-hmm. leg. I, I yeah, obviously... Yeah. I mean, it looks like it could be like a leg of a... Like a, like a, a flying saucer a or something. A very small column. A very small column. Possibly Corinthian. Tilted 30 degrees from the vertical. But, you know, but yeah, this is not necessary information. It's a table. John, it's fine. I'm going to stop you right there. Mm, please. That tilt is 15 degrees maximum. 30 um, is way off. I mean, I disagree, but that's fine. <laughs> I think that the key here is Okay, that 30 is probably a little too much. Maybe I, I could say 20. Maybe. Garfield spies something on the floor. His head is turned right, uh-huh. and he's thinking, <clears throat> what ho? Which is a great line, because he sees what appears to be a purple spotted toadstool <laughs> sitting on the floor. Like that. We know that's a blueberry muffin, right? It, he thinks, it does not he thinks, appear oh, I can to t- be a blueberry muffin. I can muffin. touch that toadstool and become large. Yeah, yeah. Right? Um, 
and the muffin That's we should what say Wa Gar- Garfield would do <laughs> <laughs> boy maybe I guess regular Garfield is Wa Garfield yeah that's a good point. This is a new girl. <laughs> this is an alternate. And, and, you, and you mentioned the uh, the the, the uh, phrase that he says. Mm-hmm. What ho? Which I really enjoy. What ho? <laughs> what ho? That's Garfield. fantastic. That is easily my favorite piece of dialogue this week. Mm. Oh yeah, without question, this year. Um, <laughs> touche, touche, Chris. What Ho Jeeves, possibly the best Jeeves book. One of the and better Jeeves say, books, anyway. Oh, is that a Jeeves and Wooster yes. book? What Ho no, Jeeves. I don't think I've read that what one. Ho- Boy, I hope I'm, hope I'm right about that now. Put it out. Look, if I'm wrong, corrections to chase at beingjimdavis.com. Seems like a Bertie Wooster thing. Yeah. If What Ho Jeeves is not a Jeeves book, or if it's not the best Jeeves book, email us. Chase at beingjimdavis.com. All your corrections to chase at beingjimdavis.com. I'm definitely not looking it up right now. No, I already did. Um, okay. <laughs> it, is, it is. It is a Jeeps book. Um, John, we haven't mentioned... Because you're, you're thinking of You're a Good Man, Bertie Wooster. I believe I was thinking of Jeeves Takes Charge. Um... <laughs> Do, do you want Jeeves gains weight? Do you want to just name Jeeves stories now? <laughs> Jeeves and the Yuletide Spirit. Um, Jeeves um, and the Spot of Art. Who? Um, Jeeves and the Decoy Muffin. John, in today's, <laughs> I don't think we've mentioned just. It's a terribly drawn muffin, but it's it must be a blueberry. Muffin. Really, you think? I think it's fine. I think it's poorly the color's drawn. Weird, um, especially considering this is a Sunday strip. The color the color's is all, weird. All wrong. It's weird the, that the color of the lavender blueberries matches the lavender of the floor. Um, mm-hmm. And we know they're blueberries. I was going to say, well, maybe they're raisins, but uh, now we find out in panel two exactly what kind of muffin this yes, muffin is. Um, it's a blueberry it's, muffin. It's, That's the kind of muffin. It's it worth is. mentioning, John, that this muffin has a string tied to it. And that string mm. leads, it runs almost parallel to the table leg. Who or what is attached to the other end of the string, we may never know until panel four. It's John Arbuckle. Um, <laughs> anyway. Chris, did, uh, did that second table leg appear in between panels one and two? Yes, it did, John. Panel Or, or, or mm. is that the right... Far table leg. That no, we see yeah, in I think, I think that upon reflection, panel two. Okay, Garfield walks over to the muffin. The muffin. Wouldn't it be great if it were mutton? Well, if he it walks was, over if to the was, muffin, mm. he thinks, "Oh, goody, no. a blueberry muffin." And you're correct. We see two table legs. Um, it looks to me now that I'm, now that I'm looking at it, the camera has backed up, it's panned out, so we're seeing a table leg that had been off screen in the previous shot. Yeah, I think it's weird that he says "what ho" in panel one, and then he says "oh goody" in panel two. Those feel wildly different. Yeah, in and character, neither one seems in character <laughs> Garfield. for Garfield. Yeah. But but uh, it's pleasantly out of character in the first one. Like like I expect him to be like, you know, like Doctor Livingston, I presume, in the next panel or something. Mm, yep, yep, yeah. It's not. It's not consistent. Uh, I. 
I enjoy both of them. I think they're both good lines. What ho is obviously far it's superior a, to oh goody a blueberry muffin, a, but they're both yeah, it's pretty a very good. English, you know, like tut tut kind of thing. Tut tut, it looks like muffins. <laughs> oh, I uh, say. Um <laughs> panel three, the uh string attached to the muffin, someone or something has pulled it upwards, yanked it upwards, and the muffin flies up, surprising Garfield, who had been about to grab it. His hands are out like he was just about to grab the muffin or was even holding it in his pants. And the muffin is yanked mm-hmm. upward out of his hands. He looks alarmed, and he says, Oh, I say. Now, we skipped right over this. He didn't say, Oh, I say. Go on. But do cats like muffins? That's a good point. That's a fair point. I don't think they do. I don't think they do. Mm, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't... I haven't seen a cat go for a muffin before. That said, I mean, Garfield does people things all the time, right? Now, as you suggested, mutton would make a lot more sense. Mutton would make a lot more sense. I've, I've seen cats go for some mutton. But I... I mean, I would remind you, they prefer you, John, veal. I obviously. would remind you, John. Garfield drinks coffee. He smokes a yeah, pipe. Yeah, yeah. He likes, he eats lasagna. He has sexually attracted to Annette Funicello. <laughs> yeah. But she's dressed like a mouse. So that, he, John. I mean, that at least, like, the wordplay makes. He's clearly, he's clearly drawn to her ample bosom. There's textual evidence to support that contention. I knew you were going to say bosom. <laughs> Wait, is did there, you, he just says shake you, it. Did you know I was going to say ample bosom? Uh, Chris, I was 100% certain that ample was the adjective you were going to use. <laughs> um, but if it were bosom, wouldn't wouldn't he say shake them? No, I think... I guess I think bosom is singular. It, I think shake it, Annette, is in context, yeah. I feel like shake it generally refers to a woman's ass. John, that's because... Am I wrong about that? That's because you're a millennial. In mm. the 1970s, John. I thought it was because I was a, an effete coastal liberal. No, no, no. In this case, it's because you're a millennial. Okay. In the 1970s and earlier, John, the ass thing hadn't really taken off in mainstream white American culture. This is like before J-Lo or Beyonce. In the 1970s, everybody had two asses. Boorish, sexist, misogynist men were typically would go on and on about a lady's bosom. But the ass, it, it just wasn't as much of a thing. It'd be funny if he said shake them. John, I do want to issue one correction, and uh, I don't remember if it was, I think it was last, maybe last Saturday's episode. Uh, it could have been Friday. Look, look, it's sometime last week. Oh, you mean Saturday, the day that John was drinking a lime chichi? <laughs> or pineapple, pineapple chichi? chichi. Sometime last week. Yeah, it would have been Friday. I think it was Friday. Sometime last week, we discussed the dividing line between Gen X and Millennials and when it was. I think I said it was 1980, and I want to issue a correction. There's a lot of uncertainty about this. It's kind of arbitrary. Some people say 80. Some say 82. Some say 84. There's a clear and non-arbitrary generational dividing line, John, and I think we both know what it is. June 19th, 1978. That is the dividing line between Gen X and Millennials, or as they're also known, the Garfield generation. You don't want to say that it was the pipe strip? (laughs) (laughs) 
I mean, yep, Garfield's touche. basically the the original hipster. <laughs> it's the original. <laughs> Pretty soon we'll see him sporting a Van Dyke. Uh, that's, I mean, uh, I can totally see a hipster saying, what ho? Garfield sure got a lot better when Garfield grew the beard. I can totally see a hipster when you like, say, get off their fixed gear bike and say, what ho, bitches? <clears throat> um... <laughs> I say, <laughs> dun, dun, bitches. Hey, have you ever listened to any um, chap hop? It is what, terrible. Is what is what ho bitches a double entendre? I it kind of seems like it, doesn't it? <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Panel four, John. Panel four. Camera pans back to reveal mm-hmm. what? What do we find? What do we see? John Arbuckle enters the narrative. We had no way of knowing that. Except that I told you back in panel one. Thought 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 maybe he wasn't going to be in this one. Well, you were wrong. He's sitting on top of this extremely flimsy <laughs> fold-out table. It's like a card table. It's definitely a card table, yeah, Chris. It's, it's one uh, of those, like, no with the folding way. legs. Now, I mean, John's a fairly, you know, slight statue. He's man. slender. I mean, I, I would say he's a, 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 what's the lightest weight class? Featherweight. Well... Featherweight, yeah. Would you say that John Arbuckle is keeping it tight? I would never say those words. But he kind of is, right? He's keeping it real, he's Chris. keeping it tight. I mean, he's he's toned. Oh, yeah. He's live. Yeah. Keeping it tight. Um, he's, he's got <laughs> I'm this... Keep saying that because it seems to disturb you. <laughs> John Arbuckle, live and sexy, keeping it tight. I mean, somebody somebody in, in Garfield has to keep it tight. Mm-hmm. Certainly not sure going to be Garfield. It. Certainly not going to be Pookie. Not Lyman. That's for damn Certainly sure. Certainly not the Muffin. Lyman is loose and loose. Now Arlene, maybe I don't know. We haven't we gotten have there not, yet. I mean, who knows when Arlene and I Liz, don't even know the who veterinarian? Why, why would you even say that? Just saying random stuff now. Just <laughs> nobody <laughs> the old, knows. The what old couple Liz, on the, the veterinarian. Bench? It makes no more sense to us here in January 1979 than the random words Iranian hostage crisis. Uh, anyway, it was John Arbuckle. Uh, yeah, on, you're just saying words table. now at this point. John Arbuckle holding up the the string. Yeah, and really enjoying himself a little bit too much, if we're honest. He's about covering it. his mouth to giggle, going like yeah, he's, he's a he's smug giggling fucking like a Japanese schoolgirl. <laughs> I don't know why you got to bring race into it again, Chris. I, I mean, it's ethnicity, but go on. <laughs> it's a cultural Look, thing, John. John. It's a cultural thing. When they John, giggle, John is the... they cover their mouths the way John Arbuckle does. John is the least anti-Semitic person you have ever met. Mm-hmm. Yeah, true. <laughs> I mean, I associate them mainly with anti-Semites. Panel five. Garfield. I, like, I associate with anti-Semites and Zionists. I like to mix it up. Panel five. <laughs> Boy, you are keeping it real. Keeping it tight. Keeping it Garfield. Garfield scratching his Keeping it head. Orange. Yeah, yeah. Scratch, scratch, scratch sound effect. Now, to me, when you scratch your yep. head, don't you usually scratch your forehead? Mm, I think he's scratching the crown of his head. Okay, sometimes. the crown of yeah. your head. What part of Garfield's head is he scratching? He's, I yep. submit. He's scratching his jowl. I'm not going to disagree, but I, th- I like think that's cheek. fair. It's fair characterization. It's totally absurd. And it's kind of weird. Like, he's got his right paw up there scratching away. Like, what is he? I think his left yeah. paw is supposed to look like he's got his chin in his hand, mm-hmm. sort of. But with his, it doesn't. With his, index, 
index toe. Yeah. Sort of, like sort of raised up to his just, cheek, like he's pondering, yeah. you know. But then he's also scratching the side he, of his head with his I other hand. that the paw. The message Jim Davis is sending us here is that Garfield is just thinking up a storm. He's, he's thinking. He's, he's thinking uh, out of both sides of his face. I, I think Jim Davis stopped just short of writing, think, 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 onomatopoeias, <laughs> like, in the air above Garfield's he's, head. Think, think, think. Panel six, mm-hmm. Chris. Garfield kicks the table leg. Now, how do we know that, Chris? I mean, I mean, I don't a know. A variety of context reasons. Clues? Well, he, he's his 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 leg has has swung True. through the air in a in an inverted yep, arc yep. shape. I'm not going to tell you the the exact equation of serious the, motion lines of of this mm-hmm. curve. Would you? But it is definitely a hyperbola. Yeah. No, it's a parabola. Could this? Could this curve be derived from the Fibonacci sequence, John? I don't think so. Okay, just checking. Because I love it when they do that, like that spiral shell, seashell shape. That is so cool. But go on. Yeah, that would be. Uh, that, yeah, that would be a spiral. This is clearly a, a look. This this shape is symmetrical about the y-axis. I disagree. I think if you continued this curve out. It might spiral out of control, but uh, we can agree to disagree. It, you know, it might not strictly be relevant to the plot of this one. <laughs> it's hard to Chris. It's hard to know what'll come up by the time we get to panel eight. How else do we know that Garfield is kicking, Chris? Oh, we're still talking well, about. Oh, okay, go on. We get we get a nice fat kick. Mm, Automatopoeia. True. Automatopoeia. Well, uh huh. Uh huh. And that. <laughs> That table leg just gives uh-huh. under the incredible weight of Garfield's kick. It's just so we learn that away. the table leg is made of wet spaghetti. <laughs> Too true. There's no other explanation Too for it. True. That's not what would happen. Like with a bunch of weight on top of a, a, a table leg, if you kick it that way, well, number one, I'm pretty sure it's going to bend the other way. Mm. But it's not going to. I mean, unless it's it's a rubber leg, it's not going to be like a, a yeah. A smooth it curve. Good. It's gonna. It's gonna. It's yep. gonna snap. Yep. Or just. I. Or 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 fold in. Folding in because I think know. this is a fold up table. So yes, I I yeah, agree. But I agree. why does it bend? It shouldn't bend. It, shouldn't it bend. should be. It should be totally straight. It shouldn't bend, Jim Davis. So that's why this one you falls blew apart. It. Such a strong start. Panel seven. And then it fell apart. Panel seven is the word crash in red letters. Mm-hmm. That's all. Which there is. is. I, and I and I want to make sure we note this. It is. Split across two mm-hmm. lines. Well, because the, the letters are so big. The letters crash. are so big, John. And I'm. I, this is this. This word is hyphenated. True. Is that a dash? No, it's it a is hyphen. Not. It's definitely a it's hyphen. It's not a fucking m dash. Do you do you hyphenate monosyllabic words? I don't. I mean, well, when you have I to continue that, them, you have to continue them across a line. Yeah, it just seems you're continuing any word across a line break. You're going to use a hyphen. It seems lazy from a typesetting standpoint. I, I would rather have seen Crash written in like either very vertical letters so it could fit and fill the space, or maybe be written diagonally. That would be a lot more dynamic and exciting. I have no strong opinion. I have no opinion about this, this word Crash. Well, Other I guess we're going to have to agree to disagree, Chris. I think it Chris. indicates that a crash of some sort has occurred. <laughs> I think what the word hmm. crash here indicates, John, is that Jim Davis decided that John Arbuckle falling off the table 
would be difficult to draw. Hmm. Panel eight, big mm-hmm. finish. Garfield sitting, you know, sitting up near the front right, front right of the panel, muffin in hand, taking a big old bite out of that muffin, chewing it. And he says to the audience, take a bite out of crime. <laughs> <laughs> Wouldn't that just John Arbuckle be ridiculous? And be ridiculous. John Arbuckle uh. is being booked for grand larceny. John Arbuckle's arm extends into the panel there, mm-hmm. hand still holding the string, but the string is no longer attached to the muffin. Uh-huh. And I'm, I will add, holding it in the that sort of uh, uh, um, thumb like, and forefinger, you know, carnival grabber machine fashion, that, like, just holding it with a tip, 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 tip yeah, the ends yeah, of his just fingers, the, just yep. the thumb and the forefinger. There, that's cute. It's yeah. a nice touch. Yeah, yeah, it's a good drawing. Garfield thinking. Garfield, I do, guess what we'll say is today's punchline. <laughs> if you'll pardon, it's. I, I think of it as more of a catharsis. I. Take a bite out of crime would be great. Yeah, but Garfield is thinking, <laughs> if you'll pardon, Garfield Garfield really should be thinking, man, muffins always look better than they taste. Um, classic, classic Garfield. Garfield is thinking, if you'll pardon the expression, there's more than one way to skin a cat. Chris, I don't know about you, but I am not convinced I, that this bon mot Works. It's a gory and disturbing image, a metaphor, employed by Garfield, very inadeptly. Like, like, no, yeah. it doesn't I mean, work. If, no. if if John played a trick on Garfield uh-huh. and said that, uh-huh. like that would at least work yep. from a linguistic standpoint because he's talking about a cat. But it's weird for a cat to make that. It's weird for a cat to say it. Um, it's weird and disturbing for a cat yes. to. I mean, the saying itself is already kind of upsetting. Um, the it's implication horrible. when you say there's more than one way to skin a cat, it's like I tried to reach my goal one way and that didn't work, so I tried a different way and that did work. Hmm. Right? Like that's what yeah. you're saying. I don't know if that works in this situation. Like, I guess he tried to get the muffin by picking it up. And that didn't work. <laughs> and so right, I right. injured my owner and took it from him. Like, I guess, right. but right. I don't think it works in the situation. Yeah, because his first method is not like a, it, it's not a plan that he hatched. It's just, he tried it's to grab It's just like, I picked it up. And also like, yeah. the situation of the muffin in the first panel and the situation in the, the end was completely different. So it wasn't even like he was trying to achieve the same goal exactly, right? Like, the goal of the first time was just, oh, I'm going to pick that muffin up off the floor. The goal of the second the time was the like, same. I oh, am yeah, going right. to fuck up John Arbuckle and take that muffin off of him. Uh, so you so think, it wasn't even you like think he was John Arbuckle getting the same fucked thing, up really. is, is uh, like, like part of the main goal? I think it's, it was I, not definitely, a, I think he was taking out his aggression on John in revenge huh. and playing this prank on him was definitely like um I, di- I think I disagree I think it's funnier if it's just if he just totally doesn't care yeah I mean look at Ra- rather look than at his facial expressions in panels four five and six it, it's, uh, it's clear to um, me that Garfield is irritated four, at John Arbuckle and wants well, he's irritated because John's physically the- harm him 
I don't know. I think it's funnier if it's not out. It's not if it's not overtly sinister. If it's just, I'm not saying like I don't care that harm comes John, to him. I'm not saying that this is the funniest possible <laughs> instantiation Chris, of today's Chris, strip. I'm saying it's Chris, clear the, to me. It's from, well, it's well established that <laughs> this podcast exists. The funniest, in the funniest of all, of all possible, possible universes. <laughs> <laughs> imagine, uh, imagine a multiverse right. with. Voltaire for Garfield, motherfuckers. That <clears throat> was not. Uh, well, isn't that ca- from Candide? Yeah, I mean, it's a Voltaire making fun of Leibniz. I guess. Okay, fair enough. Oh sure, yeah. Way to fucking one up me, Winter. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> hey, well, Doctor Pangloss. Um, <laughs> that'll be funny when I get, when I look that up and, and get the reference later. Jean Jacques Rousseau. Um. What the fuck? <laughs> uh, Kel <laughs> I don't know. Um, uh, yeah, I just, um, you know what? Something. You know, you know what uh, would be much funnier thing for Garfield to be thinking in panel eight here? What if he were just thinking like, what ho, muffin? Or just what ho. Eh, just what ho. Or, or, or maybe that's what ho. <laughs> <laughs> What ho, Arbuckle? <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, what if, like, he were just thinking, like, you know, don't fuck me. <clears throat> anyway, you've been listening to um, Bean uh, Jim Davis. Bi- bitches, bitches best be not stepping. <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you've been listening to yep. Bean Jim Davis. My friends. Be the Garfield you wish to see in the world. <laughs> you can support the program by leaving us a five-star review on iTunes. You can visit the blog at www.beingjimdavis.com, or you can leave us a comment. You can send us an email at info at beingjimdavis.com. Send all corrections to chase at beingjimdavis.com. <laughs> you can buy our merchandise at cafepress.com slash beingjimdavis. You can follow us on Twitter at beingjimdavis, or follow me at the Chris Winter. Or follow me at Inscrutable Talker. Thanks for listening. Good night, wherever you are. Wherever you are. What ho, listeners. (laughs) What ho, you delightful humans. Yeah. Good episode. I'm going to stop. With very impressive genitals. (laughs) 